Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass. It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Good cut. All right, guys. Hey, it's time to get rowdy on a Monday night, fellas. Hey, welcome <laughs> back, Chattel Mark and Kyle Magnum. Thanks, Kyle, for running the board there for us tonight, having it. Because we're, uh, Mark and I finally caught Mark, Kyle, into stopping by and spending the night up here on uh, Lake Guntersville. And I think he's a little yeah. shocked how nice it is. As far as it's really a beautiful <laughs> some beautiful. You're, you're, under, you're understanding it, Rowdy. It, it's it's absolutely spectacular. Uh, yes, I've been wanting to get here for a while. We finally managed to pull it off. It's nice to have a little isolation and a little time to re- regroup ourselves mentally and physically. Uh, with uh, Rowdy, boy, you were busy last week between Nashville and the NASCAR Championship Week and then shooting down to Pensacola and covering Derby Weekend. And uh, I got through the Derby Weekend and week, and uh, we got her covered. We got her covered well. We missed Kyle tremendously, but, hey, Kyle, how are we doing tonight, my friend? Doing all right. Uh, you know, everything's good. Um, I, I did not get to see the race yesterday, uh, thankful for Ray Hunter and uh, Twitter for updates, and uh, Chandler Smith won it, and, uh, you know, Derek Thorne is not too happy about it, and, uh, yeah, a lot going on. We got, you know, Rowdy at the NASCAR banquet. We talked a little bit about it Saturday, too. Uh, yeah, I got the Snowball Derby. So, uh, yeah, it's in the book. Rich Bickles uh, retired, and... Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of news point. stories and a lot of other things going on at uh, Pensacola. Well, guys, I'm going to tell you, you couldn't have wrote, wrote it down any better weather than it was there. There was just one little shower that kind of really didn't amount to nothing. And uh, the rest of the time, it was absolutely perfect. Uh, I mean, just perfect. Temperature-wise, sunny yesterday. Uh Great. I, I'm talking about a full house. The biggest crowd I've the seen. Best. I hadn't got to talk to them about they the crowd part, but I would say it's probably their largest crowd ever. Well, Rowdy, you got down Friday morning, and you commented one of the first things you said was, I've never seen it this crowded on Friday. Well, we had never seen it that crowded on Thursday either. Uh, the attendance was up. Up, up. That's all you can say. I've never seen a line to get in for the race as I did Sunday afternoon, uh, about an hour, 20 minutes before race time, and they were packed up into the parking lot waiting to get into the two or the three entrances to uh, the, the grandstand area. So, and let's face it, Rowdy, when we got into the pit area, it was pretty darn crowded down in there with some spectators also. So, a really great weekend weather-wise, a really great weekend racing-wise, and as Kyle uh, got to a little earlier, uh, we did see uh, Rich Bickle get his, uh, what we think is his last race in. So, uh, as I told a few people this weekend, I saw Rich, I believe I saw Rich run his first ever late mile race at Waukegan Speedway in the early, mid-1970s. Uh, and I believe we've seen him run his last. So, uh, that's special in my heart. You know, those Wisconsin racers, Kyle and Rowdy, how they are with me. So uh, he learned from Trickle. Trickle was around when Richie was young and learning, and he, he picked up a lot from his uh, his somewhat namesake. So uh, good weekend, Rowdy. It's always good to be with the guys. Uh, it's another one, Kyle, that uh, it's, it's your, your bucket list, buddy. we got to get you here. Uh, we can help use you and the coverage you would help provide. Well, listen, guys, before we get any farther, I'd like to uh, talk about this a second about our guest. He's a 
He's local in my area, and uh, he run the Alan Turner Pro Late Model Snowflake 100, uh, Kyle, on Saturday night. He started dead last, and he finished fifth. I mean, John drove the wheels off of that car. He had everybody on his pit box jumping up and down, and congratulations. And that's who we got calling in tonight at 6.30. So, uh, John is going to be calling in. And, Kyle, that was uh, Derek Thorn actually uh, took the pole and won that. What a $5,000 check, Mark. Uh, you, you didn't get yeah, to see that, unfortunately. But uh, he took the pole and then won the race, and they had a $5,000 bonus. If he had won that one yesterday, Kyle, he would have got $10,000 extra. Yeah, it just seems like the uh, the the finish of the snowball derby eludes Derek Thorne. You know, something something happens or just comes up short, or you know, just car's not strong enough. It's just uh, truly really weird. And uh, yeah, I'm glad you guys got to enjoy some good weather over the weekend. You know, here it's been cold and chilly and rainy. Now it's windy. So uh, yeah, um, the weather changes really rapidly here. And um, you know, we got Allentown in about a month. So I'm pumped for that, and uh, hopefully we'll see the return of Ryan Flores, the tire changer for, uh, well, I think it's going to be Austin Sendrick now, unless he changes teams, but uh, it should be the two-car. But um, that's what's going on, and, um, you know, a lot of storylines from the Snowball Derby weekend. I know there was a, I was listening to Sirius XM last, uh, over the weekend, I heard it, was, and Rowdy uh, heard about it, and maybe Mark was there, uh, the big tra- the truck crash in the, at Five Flags, maybe we can, maybe maybe mm-hmm. Mark or Rowdy and or Rowdy can elaborate well, on that. I, let me let me tell you this: as serious as that crash was, and I had several friends that was in the stands over near where that was at, and they left immediately because they was afraid of the outcome. That's how bad this crash was. Kyle, it crushed the roll bars down, and, and how this. This young man made it through that. He was he was small, but he was at the snowflake before they served the flag, and uh, they they talked to him, did a little small interview with him, and he said that, <laughs> he said the only reason or way he could be there was he had to have a pain pill to get him there. He was in pain. It actually fractured one of his vertebrae, and. Uh, Sort of a mild concussion. If you've seen the top, the helmet, and it took, it it ground down into into through the fiberglass. He was one blessed kid to walk away from that, guys. I want to tell you, Hunter Johnson is driving. Wasn't that the uh, Super Pro Truck Smart? Is that what they call them? I believe it is, Rowdy. It's a division they started a few years ago and getting bigger and bigger uh, in the uh, Panhandle and uh, uh, Southeast area. And they put on a great, great, very competitive, and that's probably one of the reasons that uh, the accident happened is they are that competitive, and uh, they race close. And when you race close, things happen, guys. And and another storyline that we kind of and, – and John – can uh, elaborate on what what it was like, but you know, Kyle, they went in and resurfaced the front stretch, mm. and every, a lot of people were complaining about it. But Mark and I both could testify that front stretch was falling slap apart. It was, it wasn't falling; it was crumbling. It, it, it uh, the underlayment, everything underneath the asphalt. Uh, it had washed away. They had had some really tremendous rains, like a lot of us have had the past couple of years. And Roddy, uh, we were there a couple three years ago when they did. How long did it take them to finally get the race started on Sunday after the rain we has had that weekend? And um, that's when it started. And I think it continued to deteriorate after that. They had no choice. They did a fantastic job on it, though. I think, don't you, Roddy? I do. Uh, Kyle Road, you know, on uh, Saturday they had the last chance races. And the first last chance race I rode in the pace car the whole time. And it, 
I've got it on uh I've got it on my YouTube page. Uh it's pretty neat. Uh somebody asked me, we were going into off the track into pit at about eighty, eighty five. Well, Rowdy, it's not the first time you've disappeared on me at a racetrack. Um, more than once I've turned around to have expecting to see Rowdy on my side, and he's not there. And the next thing you know, he's waving out the pace vehicle as it goes by. You know, uh, he, he's, he's a magician man. with his tripod. Uh-huh, he is. He is, Kyle. Yeah, he has the magic act going on pit road, you know. He's just, you know, in his, in his <laughs> Gilligan hat, and he's set and ready to go. <laughs> it's Gilligan hat. <laughs> I like that one, Rowdy. Or Ocean's Eleven. Oh, I forget what it was. I think it was Ocean's Eleven, <laughs> Rowdy, but uh, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you know, what? Well, it had something to do with a body of water. I knew that. It covered well, my that, ears and my balding head, so that's all it counts. Exactly. It kept well, you nice and dry from that heat. The heat and humidity uh, from it, the Poconos and, and the June. <laughs> you know what? It was warm that weekend we were there, Kyle, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, that time of it, the year, you, you know, Steve. there's always a chance of rain and thunderstorms every single day. But, uh, you know, thankfully we were able to get all the racing in. Um, you know, five races in three days was was it was, was spectacular, but just a lot. Um you know, like I said, I'm glad they tried it out. Glad it's gone. Right. Well, <laughs> but, uh, well, Kyle. You know, and, what, and, 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 the, and like I said, I never like losing my home race, but to give a, to give a race to Gateway, I would do. I, I mean, I like Gateway. I, we, we've talked about it. I like Gateway. And, uh, right. you know, hopefully I can get there. Um, reminds me of Pocono. You, you know, they shift and turn one and two, and, you know, it's a little odd, and I like that. Well, we're a little loud, too, so that's why we fit right in, Kyle. All of us. So, uh, guys, got to get Rowdy to Watkins Glen next year. <laughs> I think we won't have too much problem doing that, Kyle. We got a guest coming up here yet, Rowdy? No. No, it's, it's okay. 6.30, uh, Mark. 7.30 Eastern for you guys on that time zone. Um, we we tried to get out of Pensacola last night. I think we got a little over 100 miles from the track, Rowdy, and you and I started losing energy quick. Uh, maybe we shouldn't have had dinner so late. That may have been a part of it, but we were whooped. Uh, Rowdy put in a long day. I had a couple of long days Saturday and Sunday. It's just what we had to do. And uh, yeah, that was your first I'm mistake, we was putting food it. in your system. Well, we hadn't eaten most of the day. We had a couple of corn dogs. That was it. So we needed some substance, Kyle. We had no choice in the matter. Like, like people people have to force me to eat when I'm at the racetrack. If I don't eat, I'm not going to eat until the end of the night. That's just how it goes. And that's what Rowdy and I did, as as usual. So uh, thank you, Waffle House, for serving us quick. And, and you good. met, and you met and, Aaron uh, Creed, too. We can't forget about him. You took the words out of my mouth. Uh, when somebody comes up and goes, you're, gonna, you're the Rowdy Maglite crew, aren't you? You're Chi-Town Mark. And I go, yeah. There's Rowdy. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm a friend of Kyle's. And we go, he has friends. <laughs> Kyle, it was yeah, so he's... nice to meet Aaron. We have, we have talked about him many, many times. So it was great to meet him. We had some wonderful discussions. We have to get Aaron on the show to talk about Super Cup Series, guys. Yeah, that's a good good, uh, good idea. And by the way, I just want to mention, too, is Aaron Creed is responsible for getting me to the short tracks. And I'll just say this quickly. The Super Cup Stock Car Series is what probably got me into the short tracks, was watching them at Jennerstown. Um, first time ever there, um, you know, with all the history there, you know, with the Modified Tour and the North, the Bush North Tour and all that series and, um, just nice to be there, a nice little half mile, and, uh, you know, near Somerset, off, off Route 30, and a uh, nice little place, you know. Um, I see why I like so many people like it, and, uh, you know, Cody Rohrbach actually won the race that night. Uh, he uh, fell, uh, wow. fended off J.J. Pack on the last lap, 
and uh, led every lap, believe it or not, Cody Rohrbaugh did. So, uh, yeah, he's running the trucks cool. now. And, uh, yeah, you, you know, there's some guys that come out of there. You know, Cody Rohrbaugh has have a little bit of money, but still, um, you know, he, you know all the success that he's had so far in the truck series. So, uh, yeah, um, you know, Aaron's really responsible for that, and I think if it wasn't for him, I'd probably still be well, stuck in NASCAR right now. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, well, well, Kyle, we had time to, to visit quite a while uh, last evening and have many different discussions on many different aspects of the racing world. And uh, But the more we talked about Super Cups, and I unfortunately don't, we don't get to see them that much, if at all, in our area. So um, it's, it's an Eastern thing, and we have to get out there and check it out. I think a, a Super Cup race could be in our future, guys. Well, I'm going to tell you, that pick, while we were talking this, talking about it, but that series, heck was going on, and Kyle, let me tell you, <laughs> when you leave Ricky Brooks' room, the room of doom, you got it right or you got it wrong, because he knows either way. I mean, it just, they went through that engine with a fine-tooth comb, the car. Mm-hmm. They broke it down. Of course they did. They did three cars, and they told the last two, go on. But they made them sit there. Did they not, Mark? Just in case. Just in case, yeah. Rowdy. Uh, but we and saw things they- happen in in tech yesterday that we, we haven't probably ever seen and maybe uh, we'll only see there uh, when you start removing body panels and weighing them and measuring them after they're off the car, uh, the engine tear down. That was absolutely amazing to see how quickly they had those motors out and apart. Heads off, crank exposed, something they were checking on Harrison's car. We don't know what it was, but they were checking it very, very closely. And I think it was one item in the bottom end of the engine. Bottom line, guys, he was legal. And uh, Chandler Smith's the 54th annual Snowball Derby winner. It was some, I mean, published motorsports. What? Hey, it was over in a flash, too. I mean, Mark said it, the triple, what did you say, triple? Triple twos, two hours, two two minutes, and two seconds. And let's let's just put it into perspective here real quick, because, Rowdy, you and I talked about it fairly earlier, but, Kyle, the tech session took twice as long as the race actually was. So uh, it, it 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 was a long Sunday. Uh, an interesting Sunday, a fun Sunday. Um, I don't think there's – when you can go to a super late model race, it's 300 laps, guys. Well, 225 of those laps were run under green. And the only reason they throw cautions every 75 laps is it gave the drivers a chance to uh, to get tires, make adjustments, and fuel. I, I, I like the idea. Uh, I, I think it's a great idea. And I think it makes for a competitive race. And you know what? Look at it. Look at the time of the race and the finishers and how everything went down yesterday. A lot of right decisions were made in how to run that event yesterday. Well, Mark, didn't they decide to bring that time, change that time, and make it an hour earlier from a previous race and it worked so well? Was it? It, it, I think, Rowdy, was it a year or two ago? We were. I think it was last year, possibly. You and I uh, got notice early uh, on the media and that they were going to start the race earlier than uh, originally planned. And right. they moved it from 2 o'clock in the afternoon to 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, Tim and Pat Bryant, the owners of the track, the series, the racing, at Five Flags in Pensacola, Florida, uh heard a tremendous amount on uh, the 1 o'clock start, so much so uh, that they, for the first time, have moved the starting time up to 1 o'clock now. 
made all the difference in the world because instead of getting out at 7.30 or so last night, Rowdy, we would have gotten out at 8.30 or so last night. I don't even think we'd have made 100 miles to uh, the boat. So uh, things worked out, and uh, it, it truly is a, a better starting time. And uh, I think TV-wise, live-wise, everything-wise, uh, that 1 o'clock start, it's good. Uh, it, it's it's worked a lot of positive feedback, especially because there's a lot of people from that travel far far distances. Be part of that. Well, let's 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 give a little shout out to our. Uh, we, every every year we make new friends. Every year doesn't matter. We make new friends. Uh, met a gentleman who's a retired farmer from the state of Wisconsin, dairy farmer. He made sure we had milk and cheese and all those great dairy products we enjoy years and years. Uh, he was finally in a position to take care of it, uh, change things at the farm. His uh, his sons have taken over, and he's able to get out and chase the dream, so to speak, Rowdy, much like we do. Uh, he plans on covering to every single track they have in Wisconsin, and I think if I'm not mistaken, he said they only have five tracks left, and they're really looking forward to getting those early in the season and getting it over and done with. And we don't want to forget about our good friends from the great state of Maine either, do we, Rowdy? We ran into them all weekend long, had great yep. racing conversations, a lot of fun. Can't wait till we run into them at the next race. Great guys. Well, Kyle, you know you made them too. We meet people all over. We all have one thing in common, and that's uh, racing. Well, we have two things in common. We have probably more than that. But, but Rowdy, again, huh? on Thursday, one of our, our, uh, our friends we've made in the past few years, and I think this is the third or fourth year in a row, uh, he stopped by. I was sitting in the camper in the front row do, with, with, the, with our banner up, uh, flying the Roddy Maglite colors, and uh, he stops by every single year. Nice, big, solo cup, drink in his hand. He's a happy camper. He's down from up north. He's in the war. He just loves being there. But he offers to buy the camper every year. And I keep jumping at another five or $10,000, so he doesn't have it yet, guys. Josie's still in my possession. And, and Kyle, when I pulled up and parked on Sunday, of course everybody looked at you, you know, and they want they they want information. I got out I got out of it. I said, hey, it's not mine. It's my friend. He'll be here in a little bit, and he'll ask, answer all your questions <laughs> about. <it." laughs> it's it is. It, it's truly been an amazing calling card, and none bigger, Rowdy, none bigger than the Nashville a few years ago when a certain couple guys ran into each other as uh, one was trying to park and the other one was absolutely amazed at what he was driving and trying to park. And six uh, six radio seasons later, and we got this, this young stud Kyle with us now that just makes even better uh, what's going on. So thanks, Rowdy. Uh, I don't think if I hadn't had Josie, I don't think we've ever met, maybe. Well, I'm going to tell you what. That spot that we met at is getting smaller and smaller, and it's uh, getting more yes. valuable as the day ticks on. It it went from uh, parking to uh, motorhomes, and we got to use it this year. Uh, it, it very well may be our swan song on up on the hill at National Fairgrounds Speedway. Uh, it's right off the uh, back pit area. It gives you a great view of uh, cars entering, going in and out from the tunnel area to the back pits to the infield. Uh, lots of activity, just lots to watch and see. And uh, Bart, I want to thank you again for uh, hosting us. At our, uh, we had a great time. The racing got messed up a little bit, boy. But we saw a good football game on Saturday, and the three of us just enjoyed ourselves, didn't we? We absolutely did. But, guys, I want to tell you, uh, roll back to the banquet, the 16 drivers. There wasn't mm. many drivers, very few drivers, during their little press conference, wanting to ask a question, 
about it or talked about the fairgrounds coming back. And it was all positive. So, I, you know, this is the question. Are they going to put a soft wall around it? Because every other track NASCAR's at, it's got... You know, Ronnie... Infinity comes there, will they have to do that? Um, that's very possible. One of the reasons that trucks in Xfinity are no longer running there after they ran there for a few years, it's .596. It's just under six-tenths of a mile at the fairgrounds. It's a big half mile is what it is. Uh, I, I think is it even changed track uh, that would be similar to that would be Bristol, another Tennessee track. And I, you know, just, just putting up the the soft walls at Bristol changed the uh, way you drove it for a little bit there, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And then what? the other added changes, so the, the the grinding, the ungrinding, and all the things they've done to it, and it's a different race track now. I don't know if they could do that. I, I'm still uh, logistically, how do you put in a crowd that you comes to a cup race on a Sunday afternoon? Uh, it'd probably be a Saturday night. Saturday night at Nashville for a cup race? I don't think that's what they used to do. I don't think it would be any better than that, guys. If they're going to do it, do it on a Saturday night. Put the lights on. Well, that outcome was less racing at the facility, supposedly, but a sound buffer to help the community kind of, I guess it mm-hmm. direct mm-hmm. the sounds upwards instead of out. Outwards. Well, uh, we uh, we got to speak with uh, uh, some of the people dealing with Nashville at, uh, at this time, and uh, they're under the impression that they may be able to, uh, to work something out and run some kind of schedule with their uh, their fairgrounds track uh, with the, the prolate mile street stocks, all the great divisions they run there. So I, I hope they're able to pull that off uh, because I, I, it's viable. Uh, that makes the heartbeat of uh, the fairgrounds go. And they have good weekly crowds there. They have really good racing there. I mean, that, that's the problem with Nashville, guys. The racing is good. It, it's not bad racing. The racing is really good there. Uh, Rowdy, have we seen a really bad race ever ever since I've got you there for the first time? No, I, no, no. Be no. an ARCA car, super late miles, pro late miles, and there's regular standing night division. They're, they're quarter mile infield track. You're not going to see, very rarely, you're going to go see the excitement that you and I saw that one night there. So uh, it's just good racing, gang. Really good racing. They put on a great show. I mean, there's no doubt. Uh, late, late models, short track racing is back. You can I, look at I the think track, it's a, look at the stand. It, it's at a, It's less expensive all the way around. It's less time all the way around. Um, and I think people are starting to realize, especially in this short attention span world that we've got now, Kyle and and Rowdy. Uh, you can go to on a Saturday night, Friday night, Sunday, or whatever the heck you're running a, uh, your your local event. You get there about 6, and you're out of there about 10, 10.30 at night. You've had a good time. You've had some fun. The kids are excited. You pack them back up in the car, and you're home by before 11, and you got them in bed. Um and especially the ARCA races, the bigger event ARCA races, they're an hour and a half. You're there three, four hours. You're done. It's over. You've seen a really great race, had a good time, and you're heading home. What more can you ask for? And, you know, Kyle, most of the time you got kids, you're more likely for those kids to interact with the drivers. And, you know, that. To a small child, a race car driver is a race car driver. That's all they're seeing is an idol. And uh, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's more of a magical thing at the short tracks. 
Well, you know, it, it's just not just the racing end, Rowdy. Look at the two young men that uh, we've seen uh, become photographers over the past couple seasons. Bruce Nuttleman's sons, I, I think they're probably as good, if not better, than Bruce because they're a little more agile, a little quicker than the old man is now. But Bruce does great photography, great video. Check his stuff out. He's been great helping us and, and just being a friend. And Kim Kupperman, too. Uh, it gets to be a small little family, and uh, we had fun with that at Nashville, Rowdy, that one afternoon, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. But, uh, it was a we, – we, we needed our hip waders because it was getting deep in there, and there was only six of us there talking. <laughs> you know, listen, it's hard to talk, Bruce. This weekend, he was putting cameras in cars, uh, taking cameras out of cars, and getting them in other cars. Uh, and I guess he was able to do the more video through the cars because he does have his two sons that are helping him. Yes, his older son. I know both of them are really very capable. Uh, the younger son, he was starting to wear down by the end of Sunday night in tech, and and I think Bruce finally looked down at him, and he he sent him back to the car to go take a nap. The, the poor kid was exhausted, but he did fantastic. All oh, both his sons did fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, they're great, great friends with our buddies uh, at Seven K Racing. Yeah, that's what she was saying, Mark. That that's because they. Shoot up at Elko, Minnesota. We, well, when we were yeah, they're up at Elko occasionally, and I, I think uh, I'm not sure exactly where the family, Bruce and family are located, but they're they're up in the northern Wisconsin area, and probably not too far from the uh, Minnesota Wisconsin border. And he's originally from Minnesota, but they were at Elko for the Arca race, or the boys actually covered the Arca race while Bruce was at another event. Uh, shooting uh, photos there. So uh, they do split their time, um, and uh, his sons are, are good friends with with our buddies at 7K Racing. So we'll give a shout-out to both the Nuttlemans and the Cotchades. I'm waiting on John now. Uh, we're having a problem it, with our with our – supposed to be our, our link. Right. Kyle, when I when I tried to post it, it's the first time it's ever done that. And I went back, double-checked, and it throwed me off. Uh, it goes to ERA. Roddy, went back, went, why don't you bring our yeah, guest in? I'll do it, Kyle. All right, guys, I'd like to welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show. And... Uh, I won't tell you what, guys. This Kyle, this guy right here raced the wheels off, started dead last, and finished in fifth. And I'm talking about a field of stellar drivers that's behind him. But we got uh, driver number two, John Bowe. Welcome to the show, John. Uh, thanks for having us. John, uh, what, 62 cars tried to qualify for that? Uh, Snowflake? Yes. Yeah. You know, over 62 is a pretty pretty stacked field. They're trying to everybody trying to make the show. And I'm talking about some nice cars. I didn't I didn't <laughs> see a Plouch car there, uh, John. I mean, every no car jump. there was a quality car. Yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, everybody that's anybody with a pro car. They they were there, and that's uh, those cars are already so tight together anyway. You know, the speeds are so close. Everybody's in such a small box and what different in each car that uh, it makes it really tough. Well, uh, John, kind of walk us through how you how you come through there. I know we had a, it was a long, uh, caution-free, pretty much 50 laps. Yeah, um, yeah, it started off, it kind of went clean and green there for a while, and that was uh, certainly what we did at the very back. You know, you kind of needed that, get everybody strung out. We can pick people off one by one, and uh, we've uh, we've had a real good call along right there all year, and 
But uh, we just kind of car never fell off. We just kept picking them off, and then got that caution mid race, kind of bunched everybody back up, and picked a few off each tree started, and uh, we just kind of worked our way in. We was in the right spot when, when the time mattered. We just uh, did a few more laps, and maybe another caution we could have maybe had a shot for top three. Well, when I got over there, everybody on your side was jumping up and down. But, uh, John, what, what, what was your personal feeling finish Phil, from the snowflake? With knowing that uh, some of the drivers that, that you beat to get to that spot. Well, it's, uh, I, I, knew, I knew all the guys, uh, somebody worked hard that uh, put us where we were at. We knew we had the car. And, uh, everything to be there. It's just a uh, matter of putting all the pieces together. and uh, You know, it means a lot because I'm telling you, it's getting hard. You know, we snowflake many years back and uh, we've uh, struggled for a couple of years and uh, changed a bunch on our program this year. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it felt good to do that and know, you know, where we, where we needed to be and knew what our stuff could do. It's just uh, executing and, uh, you know, this, it was uh, good for all of us, good team effort. Hey, John, you got Chi-Town Mark. I got to watch you a few years now at the Derby weekend. Uh, you, you've been running the, trying or have run the Snowflake. Why did you guys decide not to pull out that beautiful car? I mean, that, that I thought Bobby Allison had returned. That car was uh, so sharp looking. And what happened with the super late mile, buddy? Yeah, oh yeah, it's uh, Caleb, one of my guys, he's kind of like a, he uh, heads everything up, kind of keeps everybody in line, and uh, he started doing uh, uh, decals and stuff this year as a business, and uh, mm-hmm. he came up with that idea, and I told him I could just go with it, and uh, so it turned out, he had the idea, and Matt, one of the other guys, he, he helped draft it, and uh, they put it on the shop, and it turned out, I couldn't have asked for it to look any better, I mean, it just, it was awesome, and uh but yeah, the on the car, you know, we just, uh, you know, for us, it's just a, it's a big undertaking trying to run both races, and uh, right. to that point where it's like, it was like, you know, we knew what we had in the crate car, and it's like you have to make it this like, all right, do we want to go try and win this race or just run both races? And uh, that's uh, we had to kind of make the decision. Well, we know we got a car that can run top five and no flake if everything went right, have a chance to win, and uh, that's when we got to kind of as a group made the decision and that's where we went and it worked out for us, you know, and I kind of one of those looking back, you know, we might, might could qualify a little better for the focus on the crate car a little more. And so I think it was the, probably the right decision for us this weekend. You know, a lot of guys, they ran both races real well. Um, but you know, that's, uh, something we're going to keep working towards where we can, where we're able to compete on both levels. But, uh, yeah, so it was a tough decision, but I, I think it was the right one. Well, most of your career, you have been in a prolate model. Uh, what, what's the difference for you between a super and, and a pro right now, John? Just uh, the pro car, just the driving style. When you drive both of them. It's so crazy that the cars are so close, I mean, car-wise, but how different mm-hmm. you have to drive the pro car versus the super. And, you know, it's been, been a while. We, we got back in the super this year and just been the uh, – been, a, been been kind of challenging to acclimate to it, and uh, that's uh, they, they 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 do drive really different. And uh, like I said, the and they're both no hard. I, I wouldn't say one's harder than the other, but the you get in the super and it is a, it's like another notch of competition. You got guys out there with teams that's got you know everybody's just they're all gelled together. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it a while, and you know it's just it's a, you know it's just one more notch up the ladder. And that's why the, the super right. is the top. And uh, you know it's uh, doesn't discredit the pro racing any, but you know the super is the the, the pinnacle of the super, you know asphalt late model racing, so it's definitely the toughest, and uh, for a reason. Well, uh, you know what? I think Saturday night you may have opened some eyes for uh, a lot of people, including Rowdy and myself and Kyle. And before I turn you over to Kyle, um, got me. Plans for all uh, you can share with us for next season yet? Well, we're kind of waiting on the tracks to uh, put all the schedules together, but we'll definitely probably run uh, all Pensacola's uh, pro races again. And we big supporter of Montgomery. We've had a lot of good 
good runs in mm-hmm. Montgomery over the years, and they're showing the money. Uh, we've won the points there several times, and uh, had good luck there. And uh, we'd love to try and go up to Fairgrounds and Nashville a little bit. It just didn't work out this last year. The scheduling just didn't didn't look good. And probably gonna make our way up to the with the car store swapping some supers to pro racing. We're gonna definitely we got a few of those. We want to see how they fit in our schedule and uh, right kind of kind of evaluate this see where the super racing falls in and how you know if we want to try and invest some time in that to get mm-hmm. up on that you know get a little more competitive in that or you know just got kind of some evaluating to do every winter and see where we think we stack up well the, the, the competition you're running uh with, with your prolate model with some of the tallest and uh i'm just going off the top of my head there and a few of the others in that uh ranking plus you have some of the veteran super late mile guys come down. Uh, you see them picked up really well. Um, how long have you been racing? I'm going to turn you over to Kyle Evan, but how long have you been racing now, John? Oh, we've been we've been racing asphalt late miles now. We started back at BR. It's probably been 18, 19 years wow. ago. And, you know, we've uh, <laughs> raced them a while, so it's uh, definitely uh, been, around, uh, been around a long time, kind of guess you call it a lifetimer. You know, some guys move on and some guys <laughs> enjoy it. And, and we we really enjoyed it. Um, you know, we've there'll be times where we just kind of, you know, it's like anything else. You, you burn out sometimes, and we've we burn out and just stepped away or, or dialed back a lot. And uh, then you know, we'll decide we want to go again and uh, dive back right. in. <laughs> and, well, you know what, and, uh, you, you've really improved the last few years. Uh, congratulations on a, a great Saturday night. I'm sorry you didn't pull off the the, the big one, but you know what, what you did, uh, like I said, it opened up a lot of eyes. So thank you so yeah, much we, for joining us. And I want to turn you over our, our stat man, Kyle. Kyle, what do you have for John? Hey, John, it's Kyle here. Uh, my first question is, uh, what is your favorite racetrack to race on? Oh, and, uh, I, I tell you, it's uh, probably a toss-up. Uh, you know, ah, man, that's, uh, that's that is a tough one. We've over the years we've had so much success in uh, Montgomery. I would say Montgomery is probably my my favorite because it's more of our home track. Uh, my all-time favorite was was BR, and I, I really like that place where we cut our teeth in these cars, and it's just it was so challenging. And uh, too bad it's gone. But uh, like I said, I'd, I'd have to say probably Montgomery is my favorite place. I love Pensacola and love everything, the prestige behind it, but uh, Montgomery is just, uh, it's, it's home for us now. So I'd have to say it's probably my favorite place. My second question is talk about the prestige of the Snowflake. Uh, big race, um, up against a lot of big other drivers, and, you know, you making it and, you know, running as well as you did. Um, I mean, what, what, you know, what were you feeling the race, I mean, how, when you were going through everything? Well, that's uh you know, going in, we, we knew we had a really good car. We finished in the top five every pro race down there this year, so we knew the car had the the balance in it for race trim and um, didn't have a lot of qualifying speed. So, you know, as the race started off, the things got shook out. We started seeing cars coming to us, and uh, we were uh, still clicking off laps like we needed to on the we off our past history, and uh, we knew it was moving through pretty good. And the caution, you know kind of fell like we needed them to so started saying okay you know things starting to look like our like we need them to and then had a few uh good breaks on uh there was a couple cautions with some wrecks and it moved a few shook a few things around and uh you know that's uh start feeling a little better you know mid-race you, you know you start seeing like hey the everything's starting to fall together like it needs to and the car's still where it needs to be um so that's uh we started uh Started pretty far back one race down there this year during the regular season, but far back in the regular season, you know, twenty fifth or so. You know, you ten less cars, and you start throwing ten more cars in the mix, and that's, uh, you know, that's, that's still that's, that's a, that makes the tall order to uh, try and make it all the way to the front. And, you know, and then you, then you start having to think about, all right, am I saving enough for when I do get these guys that up front all night? How am I going to compete with them? So, you, know, you, hope, you hope you sat on enough tire at the same time. So, it's um. Definitely, uh, but you know, like I said, I felt pretty good about it. And I, I think uh, everybody, you know, we had a good plan going in the race, and uh, I think everything, you know, worked out how we best we could hope for in the situation. 
John, one thing I wanted to ask, nobody asked you, and you racing at Pensacola regularly, how did that new section up in the front stretch of pavement, could you, how did that affect the racing? I, I tell you, it really didn't grip-wise. It didn't affect the handling of the car, but it did uh, the transition from the new to the old in turn one. It's a little rough um, once you hit the old patch or back into the old. So you did, uh, did have to kind of make sure you, when you uh, hit the, when you were coming off the transition, you had the car where you wanted to, especially as the longer on a run went where it didn't upset the car. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, overall it didn't really – didn't feel like it changed any tire wear characteristics or, or handling. It just, you know, just had to deal with the bump a little bit, which this car's always been bumpy, so it's nothing you're not expecting. You know, it's just, just added a little more character to it, which is odd for new asphalt to add character. So uh, let's talk about uh, the people that help make you go around the track there and your sponsors, John. Yeah, we uh, definitely think... Uh, we got a bunch of new guys come on this year. We've got a bunch of guys that's always helped me. Uh, Caleb, uh, Wayne, Heath, Justin, you know, they've helped forever. My, my dad and my uncle um, that I've had. We had Matt Wolf who come on this year. Tony and Tony, Junior and Senior. Uh, they've, been, they've helped us a lot. I guess thanks to them. They've put a lot of effort into helping us when we swap their cars, get up to speed. And uh, like I said, they've uh, went over, above and beyond for us. So definitely got Thank them and uh, head back to you. And uh, we got uh, a lot of good partners to, uh, just, just help us kind of elevate things. Um, got uh, obviously a family business that we put a lot into it. Um, Strange Oval helped us uh, out this year. Um, Rogers Underground Utilities. Uh, and we got um, a couple others just uh, in a small part that uh, helped put it together. And everybody knows who they are. Really appreciate them, and uh, it's uh, been the same effort. And uh, like I said, year over year, we're uh, we're definitely above where we expected to be in this year uh, a year ago. So we definitely uh, you know, we achieved all our goals for the year, and uh, now we can kind of figure out where we want to be next year and raise the bar a little bit. Well, John, you absolutely represented your sponsors good, man. I mean, finishing fifth of the Snowflake 100. That's uh, that's, I say it a lot for, for you know, for a small team because they some they were some big goats in that in that pile of cars behind you. But uh, John, oh, yeah. thanks a lot. Where can they follow you? Keep up with you for next year. That, that's um, you know, we got got a couple things on social media. We don't don't have a big social media presence, but uh, we definitely we keep it out there on my Facebook where we're going and uh, kind of keep up with people can follow us. And uh, like I said, we. Uh, Definitely, uh, if there's a race at Montgomery, the Five Flags is a really, really high chance we'll be there. So, uh, <laughs> we, uh... Okay. Well, uh, one of the things, John, usually, you know, if you've seen on your messenger, I tried to send you that link twice. I've never had that problem. It assigned me the number, and the link, just it, it was an error, error, error. But Kyle's going to cut this up, and I'll send it to you here in just a little bit, Okay. Okay, that's great. I had, I had everyone ask me how they could listen, and I told them, I said, I, I really don't know. And well, that's what I thought. I tried to shoot, get that link, and you couldn't do it. I always post the link in a description, and I kind of did tonight and tagged you in it, but it didn't have a good link for some reason. It's never happened before. But anyway, we'll have it up. And I'll, uh, Kyle's gonna send, I'll send it to you, but Kyle's going to cut it up for us. Okay. We appreciate it. And, uh, Look forward to start kicking it off next year. Hey, I'll be at the races, John. Make uh, sure I, I come by and holler at y'all sometime. Give you a heads up. We'll come by and see you at the shop, man. Okay. Sometime. Yeah, we'll, we'll, welcome anytime. All right. Thank you. All right. T- tell everybody John. hello and thanks a lot, man. All right. Y'all Happy have holidays. Thanks, thanks, John. All right. Y'all too. Bye. All right, guys. John Bowen. At times like this, I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this, looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the silence of pit road, that I realize 
I'm at the wrong track. Well, we watched this weekend. <laughs> hey, Roddy, as that played, I thought uh, we, we had quite the weekend this year with the Derby. And uh, part of it for me is, is I had to uh, travel back to Chicago Saturday morning, gang. Uh, Rowdy and I were awakened at 3.15 uh, Saturday morning by a smoke alarm that wouldn't go off. So we oh didn't get out of sleep Saturday. Oh. And Rowdy had me at Pensacola Airport at 5.30 a.m. for my flight back to Chi-Town. My wife picked me up. We went to Wisconsin. We did a great memorial service for a family member. Uh, came back to Chicago area. She picked me up, or we, we drove back to the airport uh, about 5 a.m. on Saturday, uh, Sunday morning, and boom, before noon, I was back in Pensacola, met Rowdy at the track, and I wasn't at the wrong track. So, But it was a heck of a weekend. And, Kyle, that meant I had to do twice as much talking and twice as much taking pictures. <laughs> Video. And I Thank did. you, Rowdy. And when I got in at about 10.30 that night, ate a salad and some soup, and I think I fell out. But the bad part was, I'm going to tell you, I, I was on the road at 9 o'clock to get Park, And from the time <laughs> I got in line until I got in the gate was about an hour and 40 minutes. Yep, Mark. I didn't tell you that. Well, you that know what? Last year we, we we did it last year also, and, and we're going to continue to do it. That's going to become a tradition for us and a good one. But last year, Rowdy jumped out because uh, we had the schedule in hand and we knew what was happening and when. And the driver meeting was about to start in ten or fifteen minutes, and we looked at each other and he go, "I looked at him, says, get out of here,' because I was going nowhere for a while." Uh, Rowdy got in, he covered the driver's meeting and quite a few other things before I even parked that night, that afternoon or morning, that morning. So it takes a while. It takes some patience. It's well worth it. Uh, I, I, Rowdy, there's probably people who have been doing that since almost the beginning of the Derby. And this was the 54th for an event to go on like this, uh, the Derby, Winchester. And now, National with the All American 400. That's creeping up in years now, also. So, woo! We've got these great races. Uh, let's keep having them and let's keep tending them, folks. Our hashtag has been the last couple of years take some of the races with you. Well, Roddy took me, I took him, and uh, we uh, were all joined by all of you because uh, we brought you what you wanted to see in here. And, Rowdy, that video, we have some great, great video. Uh, some of it's posted, some of it's not. It's going to be enough. Kyle, i got pictures to send to you to be posting, too. So uh, check out the website. Check out YouTube. you got to subscribe. Subscribe to Rowdy on YouTube, please. We can do live things at the racetrack for you then. So uh, if you come on you'll see some of the most nice, beautifully decorated cars for Christmas. I mean, they're glittering. <laughs> the, the shine on them, they're all shiny and they're looking good. Oh, Rowdy, we, uh, it's holiday season. It's end of the race season basically for us. Uh, Kyle, you and I got a couple indoor races, but in all reality, uh, the Rolex 24 is the next time we're going to be doing a big event. So I'm uh, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to uh, that warm weather at the end of January, getting out of Chicago for a little bit, Rowdy. And I know you're looking forward to getting out of there, too, and heading uh, heading south even from Birmingham. So, Kyle, hopefully you and your dad, Mike, can join us, and we can all warm up a little bit and see some great racing and get some extra coverage because we're all there together. And let's not forget Daytona Tom and Dynamite Dave, <laughs> who I'm sure will be joining us, guys. Well, hey, it's over, officially over. So uh, 
I just want to thank everybody at NASCAR, uh, Matt Humphrey, one of them, Shana Harrison, is the two that come out, Amanda. And, and Amanda. Uh, Jasmine, we, so many people have helped us out through the year and, and, and towards the end, Rowdy. Uh, those NASCAR, we've, we've become uh, friends with them, and they know us, we know them, and uh, I guess uh, rumor has it, and we've talked, we're losing Amanda, and Amanda will miss you. You've been great. Nah, no, nah, we're not. Shauna's the one we're losing. Are we losing Shauna? Yeah, it's ah, Amanda. Yeah, yeah Shauna's one we we lost. Because she took care of, she was the one that took the last two years. She did. Handled the bad zone. She, um, yeah. She she treated us so well and made sure that we had everything we needed to do live radio in the fan zone during speed weeks and the Rolex and it's always been truly appreciated. What we needed, we needed to bring an extra person in that we weren't aware of. She was great in being able to get that for us and helping us get that person in and uh, I can just go on and on. All these people, if with without their assistant and help and being so nice, uh, Rowdy, Kyle, we wouldn't be where we're at right now. Nope. Hey, a great thing for coming, folks. I mean, this new car, it's going to put right back on an even foot, I think, for a little bit. I don't think. Kyle, you know, after seeing it, I kind of buy, buy, the, buy the car. I'm, I'm, but I want to see how it races. But theory, the theory looks like the car that wins on Sunday, you can buy on Monday. And if you look at them side by side, so I, I, well, the, the amazing, I'll know the car would work. <laughs> it's amazing what those decals will do and make, you know, how the cars look, Rowdy, and uh, the wraps that they use nowadays. And, yeah, those uh, – uh, we discussed quite a bit this past few days on our uh, in-between times with the Derby about uh, the NASCAR banquet and the cars and how they looked. And Kyle, you guys got to talk about it a little bit when I wasn't a big for, on, uh, forgetting about Saturday's little jaunt we did on the show. So, wow, uh, there's just going to be so much happening. Speed Weeks will be here before we know it. Uh, we'll have the excitement of the new Cup car. We'll have the excitement, of course, of uh, the trucks and ARCA and Xfinity on the big track. And the excitement at New Smyrna and Volusia and East Bay and all those other uh, short track events that start up in January and finish up through Speed Week. So uh, if you're a race fanatic, uh, you can pretty much get your fix uh, during Speed Weeks down in February in Daytona Beach area. So come on down and join us. Um, Come on, see Kyle and, and Rowdy and myself up on the radio stage. Maybe we'll call you up and have us join us on the show. You never know. And, of course, you never know where we're going to be at the next race either, do you, Kyle or Rowdy? No. Well, Kyle, how are you going to close this out tonight? Well, guys, uh, the, uh, the the 2022 Super Dirt Car schedule is out. Um trips to uh, Big Diamond Speedway, <clears throat> Tuesday, June 12th, and then hopefully if the weather cooperates, and hopefully there's a rain date for it, uh, Wednesday, June 13th at the Bloomsburg Fair Raceway. Uh, that's kind of what I, the news that just came out within today. Um, a whole lot else going on, guys. Uh, PA Speed Week, almost forgot about that. Uh, announced mm. uh, the dates. I'll just go through them quickly. Friday, and, they will, and thankfully, PA Speed Week's not going to, Coincide with Pocono this time, so that'll be good. So uh, it starts off Friday, June 24th at Williams Grove Speedway. Uh, two trips to Lincoln on Saturday, June 25th, Monday, June 27th. Uh, BAPS on Sunday, June 26th. The annual stop for the uh, 410 Sprint Cars Grandview Speedway Tuesday, June 28th. Hope to be there for that. Uh, another date at Williams Grove, Friday, July 1st, the Mitch Smith Memorial, 15000 to win. Two dates of Port Royal, Wednesday, June 29th, Saturday, July 20, or July 2nd. Uh, looks like they're going to be back at Hagerstown as well. Hopefully the weather cooperates this year, uh, Thursday, June 30th. And the PA Sprint Speed Week 
wraps up at Sealands Grove Speedway on Sunday, July 3rd, like it did last year. So that's kind of what's been going on here in PA. Got some announcements coming up here in the, and also Port Royal. Almost forgot about that too. Um, big schedule coming out for them. Uh, I know they're going to have a USAC Silver Crown. They're returning there next year on a Saturday, June 18th, and along with the uh, the Ams Noil uh, Sprint Cars uh, with USAC, they'll be there as well. So um, a lot of lot of stuff going on, and uh, I'll uh, keep uh, keep my eyes out and, and update you guys as soon as I can. Great things are happening, man, but I just listen to what you said. We got great things happening, man. Great things happening. Mark, what's your part before I give my good night? Oh, let's see, Rowdy. You know, Kyle just tipped, it was the tip of the iceberg when Kyle started. Uh, I know, we're waiting. Man. We're waiting to see uh, uh, quite a few of the short track schedules come out on the asphalt and dirt side. Um, uh, there's big talk, and I think it's going to happen. Uh, there's going to be a new asphalt sprint car series, wingless sprint car series, uh, in the Indiana area. Uh, Lucas Oil, a.k.a. IRP, Anderson, uh, possibly Salem, uh, Plymouth. They're, they're, they're finalizing and trying to put things together right now. I talked to a couple of people we know at, uh, this weekend at the Derby, who are, are from Anderson Speedway and, and in the know, uh, they're very excited. And our good friend Bob Levins called me a couple of weeks to let me know about that, and I appreciate that, Bob. He was talking about that, and everything has progressed since I talked with Bob, evidently. So, you open wheel fans, and you like him on asphalt, I think you might have a new series to be checking out next uh, summer. Wow, Rowdy. The 54th Derby is over. The 54th Snowball Derby. It just, it's amazing that there have been that many. How how do you improve it? How do you make it better when you've got the best thing going as it is now? I mean, the racing, uh, the atmosphere, qualifying night. There is nothing like qualifying night for the Snowball Derby, is there, Friday? That Friday night, Rowdy, is there? It, it just, now the, you now. can cut the tension with a knife, and then it's going to, boom, be right back. Uh, it, yeah, it's pressure-packed, so it's over. Uh, we're already planning again for next year. We're already got plans for next season, period, going on, and uh, we're, we're running out of shows this year. Um, Thursday night, and... Uh, I guess we'll kick her off on uh, a week from the night and send everybody off on the holiday year, Rowdy. Is that correct? Yeah, I think so, Mark. We've got, we've got um, a ton of stuff to play before we, you know, that we can make. We're going to have a show, but it's not going to be pretty much. We're going to send you some great interviews that we've collected through the season, uh, Rowdy, Kyle, and myself, and uh we're going to share those with you. We've been saving them for this special occasion. So on Mondays, maybe even Thursdays, check it out. Rowdy's going to set something up, and uh, you'll be able to hear something on racing on those evenings. And, Kyle, if you would have cut that for me, send it to me because I don't, I don't know if we're late. Yeah, I could do that. Never, that's never magic. happened to us before. The magic of Kyle Magda. Thank you so much, buddy, for being able to edit out and getting those uh, interviews and replays off the show so we can get them back to those uh, that that joined us. Uh, it's such a great asset. and You've been fantastic, Kyle. Thank you, buddy. It, it does. It, it is. It's nice to send them back to It's one of the biggest things we've been able to do for the uh, people on the show is being able to share those interviews and giving them back to them. And they're being able to use them again. And let's face it, that gives us a little more exposure, too, and we don't mind it. Well, all right. My say so, guys, finishing tonight is, uh, hey, I, I started this off on Tuesday, went to the banquet, NASCAR on Thursday night, rolled into five flags and stuff all dirty, these last night. 
thanks to everyone. I mean, it, it's amazing to know how many people that we actually reached out to, guys. From now It is, Rowdy. I take pictures of folks, you know, and all the way down to the snowball. <laughs> And the best hey. place the Derby, we'll see him again next year, guys. We will. Hey, and Rowdy, let that light shine bright. And if you're not we'll following me on TikTok, on Facebook, on YouTube, you're missing it. So jump on that <laughs> and follow. Because it's just going to get better. And the more we do, <laughs> the better we get. It is, it is. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, we're going to ride this right now tonight. And uh, we'll be back Thursday night with a bigger, better show. That's the way we do it. Thanks, Roddy. See you, guys. Good time. Kyle, good, good show, bud. Thank you.